Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Folks, the March sadness, it's over. But now, it's my favorite time of the year. It's derby season. And Cornbread Hemp, they've got you covered for all of this month's festivities. Your pet not ready for Thunder Over Louisville? Try the CBD oil for pets. Anxious to host a few family and friends in town? Well, maybe try some of that full-spectrum CBD capsules before bed. Feet a little sore from a long day of walking around the paddock and infield? Well, just rub some CBD oil on those tired legs. Last but not least, you're probably going to suck down one too many mint juleps. That's where the extra strength CBD gummies really hit the spot on the first Sunday in May. Just use the promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com and you'll save 30% off at checkout. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Happy Derby from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cap, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, the cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. The bass and grocery is my mic on? Okay. Just very low. The bass and grocery party. Really shoves. Amazing. Amazing. Welcome, really welcome in everybody. Kentucky roll call. Roll Thursday, call. April 14th, 2022. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Oh, Grove Street party at the Krogue. There's really nothing better. Luckily, we're only like four and a half months away from it. Man, I you know what else is fun too, TJ, is we are in mid-April, which is the heart of actually it's not the heart of it. The heart of it's more like late May, early June. But folks are really trying to beat other folks to the punch when it comes to rankings. So we had quarterback rankings earlier this weekend. I also saw stadium rankings, one of which had Neon Stadium number two. And I just can't take this person's opinion seriously ever again. It's objectively an awful experience when you go there, and not just because their fans are good-for-nothing tricksters. This is where you wanted to start the show today? It's not really where I intended it to go, but... Neyland Stadium's good. Have you been there? Yes, I've been there. You need a map to be able been to there, navigate been there, it. been there multiple it's times. It's awful to get around. When it's horrendous. The stadium? Yeah. Well, it's a stadium. You're no, just but, unfamiliar with the, the layout. No, but that, that's the problem, though, is it's just they didn't have some sort of grand plan Whenever they were redoing it, it's just like, let's add on to the stadium. And they just like piled it on and nothing's seamless. The concourses are tiny. It's tight fit everywhere. I just, I can't stand it. When you, when you go from the press box 
down to the field to do interviews. You have to take two separate elevators, and like it's it, like why why can't you just go straight down? No, you got to go this way and this don't, way don't and that way. You have to take two elevators to UK. No, you take the one to get down from the press box, and you have to you take just, the other one to get up to the other little room. No, no, they don't do the press conferences in that. No, room? that's the recruiting room. That's they the, have a, okay. a a room. So you take the elevator down, and then you're just there. Yeah, you just walk over to it. So it's one less elevator. But the point is, is that just to get to different levels of the stadium, it's not just one staircase to another. There's a bunch of different ones. It's just a hodgepodge menagerie of nonsense. I think it's fine. I don't like Tennessee. And it's also tight seats. That stadium's, when when it's packed and it's rocking and rolling, it's great. Uh, It's great. Are we just ranking SEC stadiums today? Well, that was just the one that I couldn't, I would put, I would put Neyland near the bottom. By Vanderbilt. And some people got mad that Kroger Field was towards the bottom. I haven't been to every SEC stadium, but as nice as it is, there's still many others that I would put ahead of it, just from sheer size and awesomeness. I like you have beer there, Columbia, South Carolina, but yeah. Williams Rice Stadium's nothing nice about that. That's just like it's a great atmosphere. Oh, oh. Yeah, but how are you going to say that that's a great atmosphere, but Tennessee's not a great atmosphere? That's weird to me. Because they're all wearing on. Like, part of it's because I hate Tennessee. I get it. I hate I'm, Tennessee too. I have too. my blinders on. We all hate Tennessee. But, but we gotta, I, we gotta, we gotta. I hate try the to hills be. around it. I hate the parking around it. Where in South Carolina, you know, there's they've got a. Even though you're walking through a fairgrounds and it's kind of like going to it's Louisville's fairgrounds, flatter than and, yeah, well, Justin's butt. But there's yeah, also right. a pretty good tailgate environment there. You're not just parking in. Like, there's lots. It's not. We're, we're parking on and side Nalen streets. And has the Nalen uh, Navy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, then I can just walk up and be like, hey, can I jump on your boat? That'd be sweet. It's not good for casual tailgating. <laughs> you are a hater. You're a hater. He's a hater, Justin. Yeah. Justin, how are you? I'm good. I am not in a hateful mood today. I uh, I was going to say I got some sleep, but I really didn't. I only got like six hours. But I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. It's my last work day, so me and you, TJ, it's, it's our Friday. Pretty pumped about that. Yeah, we'll be we'll be doing the show tomorrow, but that's always when you can just kind of call it a call it a day after doing radio. That's yeah. always really sweet. That's the life Trevor lives. That's mm-hmm. the life Roush lives most days. <laughs> Some days he'll have to type an article. The life I long for. By the way, great Kellen Grady article on Kentucky's oh, radio.com. I've always said it's one of my favorite UK websites, and hell of an article there oh, on our interview shucks. with Kellen Grady yesterday. Ooh. Honestly, seeing the quotes in writing when you're doing the interview, sometimes it's just like, all right, you you hate doing this, but sometimes you do do it. You're just kind of focused on what you're going to ask next, and you don't always listen to the full answer. Go back and reading some of his quotes. Good perspective. It's uh, you yeah. st- the the grown men who are still crying because of a tournament loss to St. Peter's. You should be embarrassed that a 22, 23 year old has a better perspective on life than you do. <laughs> that actually was playing in the game. Like it's actually his stake. Like it's his career. The, and they lost, and he's handling it better than you are. Grow up, you baby. The uh. And it's one of those things, my job is to try to promote stuff to get people to click on things, and if I'm going to use a quote, I'm going to find one that's the snappiest. Kellen Grady, in his in his talks about the season yesterday, not a whole lot of snappy quotes in there because it was long, thoughtful answers. So the snappy quote that I picked out was, we could have won a national championship. Yeah, of course, there was a bunch of whiners who, man, we don't want to hear about that. You didn't win a tournament game. Yeah, I love the door. So it was like too late for that. 
so many there's so there, many it is. dorks out there. And you know what I've noticed? Something something with this whole thing stinks. Everything about something's up, Roush. And I know it's like a huge conspiracy theory. Are you getting a lot more just like random Twitter accounts tweeting you that have like one or two followers with a bunch of numbers? I'm like a lot of these whiners I'm clicking on, yeah. and it's like new Twitter accounts with a UK logo. I had one with like 13 followers the other day. Yeah, it's wild. It's like in I remember five years ago on Twitter, it was just like spam accounts after spam accounts. You get DMs of like Holly X 966942. Hey, daddy, you alone? And it'd just be like, oh, well, you're not a real person. Right, right. But I mean, I'm going to answer just in case <laughs> to see what they've got to say about the whole thing. But they cracked down on that. And but this one, I don't think there's like Russian troll factories of anti Calipari fans that are 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 flooding my mentions. That's not what I'm getting at. Right. But it is bizarre. Like the more and more I'm seeing people tweet, one, it's people that like hardly follow anybody, and they have even fewer followers than the people that they follow. It almost seems like there's like this campaign to just to perpetrate unrest within UK's fan base. And it's like, like in the, in those Twitter accounts and those people on message boards are just going to whine and cry and just derail any conversation back to doom and gloom every chance they get. And again, do I think there's this big conspiracy theory going on? No, but I do think something's up. I, I think there is a campaign out there uh. of multiple people that are just being told, Negative, 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 negative. Go ruin well, Twitter. Go ruin message boards. I do. I, I really, I, I really do. Just want to see the world burn, though. And there they're, could be that too. And I think there's some U of L fans too that are just capitalizing and saying, "Hey, I'm going to pay ten bucks to head over to Cats Illustrated," or "Hey, I'm going to just you know make sixteen Twitter accounts and make it seem like the UK fan base is actually miserable." Because it's uh, we have people that text into the Thornton's text line, which, by the way. The weather last night was horrible. We hope everybody was safe, and we hope that property damage, I mean, confirmed tornadoes in Jefferson County, we hope that you were all right and were able to find cover and that your property's fine and all that good stuff. But the Thornton's and Urban League job fair is on. It is on today. Whew. Good. No three school, to, but. Th- three to six. Thornton's I mean, job fair. The Thornton's job fair with the Louisville Urban League. Three to six today, Thirty twenty nine. West Muhammad Ali, bring your ID, bring your resume. They're going to be giving away jobs. They're going to be giving away $50 gift cards. These jobs have good benefits. You won't be disappointed when you go to the mega hiring fair brought to you by Thornton's in the Louisville Urban League. Again, that is at 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard, 3 to 6 p.m. today. And bring that ID and resume. Management positions are going to be handed out like candy, $50 gift cards handed out like candy while supplies last. Go check it out. Find yourself a nice fit. But I hope everybody's all right with the tornadoes. Yes. That was pretty scary last night. It was a, it was a disruption that you kind of, oh, I wanted to complain, but I did not because it's, it was, in fact, dangerous. So I hope everybody stayed safe. No, you wanted to complain about the TV. Not as much the TV, more so. The sirens? Yeah, because... It already the storm had passed my house when they went off. So it's a good idea to not complain about this. Right, right, yeah. right. Good, good call. Duke ended up going to bed pretty well, but it was just right smack dab in the middle of bedtime. I think last night for me was probably my favorite night at the hotel bar since I've worked there. 
because nobody went there because everybody was no, just, anxiety drinking. Just, yeah, just the whole vibe of the hotel. Everybody was down there. We were. I had the news on one channel. I had the weather channel on the other TV. And everybody was just so interested and kept asking questions like, well, where are we on the map? What's Is it going to hit us? Like, Because nobody's from here. Yeah. It's at the hotel. Oh, so, nobody so you knows. basically got to be the arbiter of information. Basically, yeah. It was pretty cool. Like, you see this little bend here? That's where we are. So it was, it was, Justin it was, was a lot Mr. of fun. Everything's all right. Don't it was, worry. Oh, I was. We'll be all right. It's this way. Although yeah. you were kind of in the path. Oh, we, it was, yeah, it was like less than two miles from us. I mean, so. It was very close to That's J- was, It was very close to J-Town. But I was telling Roush, it was a little too close for comfort. But it, it, overall, it was a fun night. You had all the guests coming down to the lobby because they all wanted to be on the first floor. And then the first floor guests were sitting in the hallway. Were people pounding them? Uh, there was, yeah, I, I did pretty good. Did you throw a few back? Uh, no. Justin. After work. How many did you throw After back? work. How many numbs? After work, I had two numbs. I did just rant. I don't normally. I'll have like a beer at lunch if I'm with like a friend or something. Sometimes have a beer at night, but not all that often. Just like if it's the wife, baby, and me. But last night with like watching the storms come in and as the weather started to get like cooler and kind of eerie, I did sit out on the deck and just like, I'm going to have a beer and watch the storm come in. And that that was kind of nice. By the way, speaking of watching news coverage, have you all seen Kevin Harned lately? Yeah. No, oh, I can't my say that I have. Talking about is, the postage stamp? No, I'm talking about his hair. So I'm talking about the what postage the stamp. What the hell is that? I don't know the why. The TJ, post- look look up Kevin Harnett. I, I mean, this I, man. I, I don't know why. So part of it, if it, if you get the direct front on angle. It's terrible. It, you're like, well, maybe there's more. No, there's nothing up there except, I mean, it is a, I mean, postage stamp's the only way to describe it because it's such a small Like, let it go, Area Kevin. that it's being covered. And I don't know, even if I was... Going to keep the side, the horseshoe. I would cut that off. Yeah, that that front part was off. I can't, I, I could not take my eyes off of it last night. I was like, this is awful. I don't know who guys trying to keep the see a Louisville alive, <laughs> and here's Scooter Dingus. What the hell's wrong with his hair? Well, it's it went so quick. He had such a full head of hair a few years ago. I feel like. Oh, you're silly. <laughs> it's also That's, what four confirmed tornadoes last night. He definitely has somebody. There's there's a boss there though that's telling him he should keep it. Uh, it's probably his wife. No, no, like the bosses can. At the end of the day, all of our w- wives are the ultimate boss. You know, <laughs> maybe in your house. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 that's the best joke I've ever had. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, he uh, it, it, hair or no hair, postage stamp or no postage stamp. He does a good job. He does do a good job. Yeah, I like Kevin Harden. There was a. Tornado that started right on the Jefferson Bullet County line. That one made its way slightly into Spencer and into Shelby. There was another one that started in Jefferson, went to went all the way through Shelby. Uh, and then there's some in the w- western, southern part of the state. Ohio County, I know, had one. And then there was a longer one that went through uh, Marion County. And there's a couple other ones. But Grayson, I think, maybe also got hit kind of hard. Grayson's Litchfield, no? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Did you yeah. say Ohio County? I did not see the damage there. I did say Ohio County. In Kentucky. In Kentucky. Interesting. Kentucky's got 120 counties, Justin, so the names. Yeah. And they, not the most unique. And ones. 116 of them have high schools. I swear on my life they do. <laughs> All the county high schools. I've never Kentucky. seen anything like it. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Some counties have multiple ones as well. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 
Uh, Roush kind of started the show with just some SEC state, random SEC stadium talk on his brain. Where should we really start the show? What was the big news yesterday? We got some big-time basketball recruiting news. We'll talk about that, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, pumped up to, to discuss. We've gotten – what else? We, we were able to at least briefly touch on the Dante Allen stuff, so that's not news to us necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from the basketball side. We have talked in pretty good detail on Tom Jurich and UofL. Talked about that yesterday also. Oh, I think I've stepped off the ledge a little bit where I don't think they're going like, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know how to feel about it. I thought yesterday, like, oh my gosh, they're probably going to actually forcibly have to hire them. It does seem like there was a little bit of like a rubber band bounce back to like people saying, no, we're not going to be bullied around by Tom Jurich again. See, and I I was listening to some of the Rutherford show. Which, Three to six on Big Exports Radio. Which we need to, we need to play some of that today. That was a nice troll job. It was uh, weird. They weren't talking about the softball game for <laughs> a couple minutes. They started the show 15, 20 minutes or so, and they, they're they the number one source for Uval Athletics' big softball game in, on campus yeah, last night. I figured then, they'd talk about it, so uh, we'll have to play a clip on that, but continue about the Tom Jurich. Uh, but to Rutherford conducted an a informal survey on Twitter, and of course those aren't the end-all, be-all. But when seventy-one percent of his followers are saying no, we don't, we don't want Tom Jurich back. I think a lot of it is a reflection of, hey, things are actually starting to go in the right direction. Why do we need to keep? What do we need to to go back to what was? Let's move on. And uh, I, I think, as you mentioned, TJ, that 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 rubber band effect, going back to the way things were, you you can't, you just can't, you cannot move forward at all. You just can't. And folks are generally pretty satisfied with everything that Kenny Payne's done so far, even though it's still new in his mm-hmm. coaching candidacy. You know, the football recruiting has been taken up a notch or two, as much as we would like to poo-poo it from time to time. Side note a little bit on U of L recruiting. It's cute seeing our U of L friends be like, We're on a five stars list. Woo! Look at we're with Duke, Gonzaga, Kentucky. <laughs> like it's cute. Yeah. It, it, there's a little cute aspect to it. And it won't be so cute when, when they, they actually them, landing yeah. some of them, and they will with Kenny Payne and Nolan Smith leading the charge. But they, they, hearing Trevor and Mike yesterday, they were like, yeah, I've never really gotten into recruiting. Like, I've never really followed, like, the one-and-done players before, so this is going to be new to us. It's just like, oh, you sweet little kids, go give them a noogie, uh, you know. Welcome to the big leagues. Give them a slap <laughs> on the butt, push them in to the shark It really tank. is like they, they, found, they, got, they finally got some initiation. Yeah, you know? and the cute thing was they just convinced themselves, it's not the way to win. It's not what you – we don't want them. You don't get to know them. And now they're like, yeah, whoa, Broom has us in his final eight. Ha-ha. It would be a big-time get if he were to go to L, but seems I don't think he's going to you go know, to No, but they've got Sidney Curry. Do we have a nickname for Sidney Curry? <sighs> Sidney Curry's not that good. Do we have a nickname <laughs> for him, though? No. Is he incredible? Incredible Curry. Curry. Muscle Man. Stan. Nothing. Sid the Kid. Yeah, they're, they're, you're going to want him to play a more limited role next season. <laughs> and in a limited role, I think he could be pretty impressive. Yeah. Or he could be like a nice six-man or something like that. But if he's your, if he's your f- feature front-court player, that ain't, what you're, that ain't what you're looking for. All right, but the Tom Jurich stuff, it, there was a little bit of, a, oh my gosh, Jim Patterson, Traeger. You, you mentioned some of the names that were in, who was the other one? Lynn, probably the richest of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, I just, the, my first thought was like, how does L say no to this much money? But 
to Rutherford's credit and some UofL fans' credit, they were saying, do we accept, like, should we be, should we bow down to money? Like, is this what it's all going to be about? Or do we, it, it really is like a morals versus money argument here. And also, why isn't their money good with the new athletic director? That's that's that, the point I that, don't understand. That's a totally fair question because they like church. They, I think, again, it goes back to what we talked about yesterday. It's not so much a, is it a morals versus money thing? But in reality, it's a, we think Jurich is best for the program. We we are the biggest UofL fans because we are we know we, kn- best. we know what's going to be best for this program. Yeah. And you guys are this is short sighted, and will continue to stink because look at us since we haven't had Tom Jurich, and they ignore the answer of like, well, how did we get to this spot? You think? What do you think caused this to happen? But it's a lot of money to ignore, and I totally agree with the UofL fans that are like, you know what? Whether we hire Tom Jurich or not, screw y'all. Because you could give us that money right now, and everything could be better. Things could move in the right direction. But they're handcuffing their cash to their candidate. Their candidate is Tom Jurich. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yesterday, when you saw those names, it's just like, how could Louisville turn down that money? But hearing from U of L fans, there seems to be a good chunk of them that are just like, no, we we're not gonna we're not gonna get bullied around to to bring in. The bully AD. Well, and if if Louisville goes another direction other than Jurich, is that say are those guys saying they're not going to assist the university financially? Correct. They correct, and they haven't really been financially helping out much since Jurich has been gone. Interesting. So, and these are like they're again they've got stadiums named after these dudes around campus, and because they've donated so much money to the university. In reality, these rich people. Miss their buddy Tom, making them feel all special at U of L sporting events. So they're a bunch yeah. of babies. parading them around, making them feel like they're the big wigs around the city. When in reality, they already are the big wigs around the city. You can go around U of L games and feel important, but they just want they just want to act like they're at the top with the athletic director. Ooh, do you want to hear something funny? And the that- new athletic director just doesn't make them feel as important, I guess. I don't. I don't know which time, which athletic director transaction it was. If this was when Jurich originally was fired and they got Vince Tyree, or if this was after Vince Tyree left and they got Josh Hurd. But uh, I, I learned yesterday that at one point, Mark Lynn tried to lobby to be the interim athletic director. Yeah, I had not no- heard that or had forgotten it or... Uh, I mean, just, you're just the eye doctor is going to be the AD. But the thing is, like, when you have Ricky <laughs> Jones, who is as about as big as it gets in terms of the academic. Like, it's an academic and financial push to bring Jurich back. It's not just money people, though. It's not. I had forgotten about that he – what is he – it really is like a game – like, it's the episode of Game of Thrones. And it's just, just like, it's, all right, I'll be people king. People who want power. And that's the thing about Who's Jurich, Who's got a too? better story than Mark Lynn? Like, Jurich, in all of this, does Jurich actually want to, to – what does he need to go back to work for? This is all a power thing, right? Where he just wants to be the guy. Ego is he nothing sees, else. He see it was all he was kind of quiet there for a while when he knew Vince Tyree was wasn't going to do anything. Chris Mack and Scott Satterfield, they're a couple of buffoons. But Kenny Payne's back and now things are looking good for U of L basketball. Jurich can't let somebody else have good things happen at Louisville, not under his watch. He's got to get back in charge. It's silly. It's all silly. And, and and how many of those people also, well, there's only so many quotes, but you've seen this quote thrown around. He just hates the way things ended. He hated he hated the way that the people talked about him and the things that were said about him and his family. 
So it's like an ego thing just to try to be able to get back to like to prove people wrong that you're not oh. a bully or just to you're prove that like you're not going to yeah you're not just going to yeah I know you bullied his way back just start caddying for your daughter is what he really should do yeah, and then that, we'll know that there. the transformation is complete but yeah it, it definitely seems like an ego like rags to riches to rags back to riches store like he wants redemption he wants redemption he wants the last laugh he wants the the board that kicked him out to know that they failed. You know, it is. It is a power trip, and it's an ego thing. And But it is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Yeah, and but luckily, I don't... Th- but I do think if you say yes to that, what are you saying yes to in the future? You know, are you just going to let Mark Lynn and already Patterson sold families... to the devil. Are you going to let them make the cho- calls all the time? They already did it once kind of with Tyra. He was just a rich fan. Yeah. You know, he didn't have the connections that Jurich does or he didn't have the people in his corner that Jurich does. He wasn't even as rich as the other guys, you know? So naturally, the U L shows were talking all about this yesterday. Uh, a lot of UL media has come out as not being... See, look, right here. Literally right oh. when it happened. BR549... What? Who gives a rat's ass? Only thing that matters is how we finish. I don't mean nine season getting knocked out in the first round. One follower joined March 2022. Oh, so there is troll accounts. See, like there's a triddle, tr- a Twitter troll far. They tweeted Jack, same cow BS, Larry Vault. <laughs> there's something up, oh, dude. Oh, we got we got to investigate. There's something up with like a, a a rush of spam Twitter accounts, and they. It's a, it's a bizarre situation going on. Yeah. All right, anyway, so naturally U of L shows busy talking about that. We I it was so funny, just out of the blue. Roush, me, yeah. and Justin all had the same question for, for Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey. Uh here's the clip. Much as I don't really want to. God, oh my god, the Roush and Walker are both texting now want, trying to get us to talk about the softball game last night. I, I saw that <laughs> highlight on WDRB News. Props to them. I saw that, and I thought, man, I know they're going to have a ball now at KC. We got no – they're a softball school now, right? The very first two texts, 301 and 302. I mean, they had this plan. Uh, TJ Walker, just curious if we were going to get any softball analysis from last night. Nick Roush, great softball game last night. Care to comment? Roush is not texting this show Ever. This is the first time I think he's done it. I mean, TJ texts pretty much every day. Oh yeah, so does some Scooter. It's a concern. They're they're brothers in arms. They're working in concert here. This is when they're the most dangerous. But yeah, Louisville played Kentucky in softball last night, and I believe got no hit and, they did. and lost nine to nothing. Yeah, Kentucky. Uh, uh, Louisville's apparently, I guess, softball record is not exactly the uh, the strongest. We're twenty one seventeen. That's. Kind of what I'm a little bit of a down year. Yeah, a little, little bit of a down year. It's been pretty much a down program. Well, they got lucky. All things bad considered. I, 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 I blame the umpire. The strike zone was huge. Scoots texted in, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Scoots texted in, but then they got they 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 didn't get to it till about an hour later. Ah. Oh. And we had planned on texting in at 3.05, but they started the show early. I didn't know. They, they started like 2.40 yesterday. Because like they had baseball. baseball. was going to bump them. So they started a little bit earlier. So, yeah, Scoots got in just like a few minutes later. But if, I'll, I'll play my clip when we get back from the break. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> they eventually get around to Scoots like an hour and a half later after they debate Tom Jurich and everything else going on at the University of Louisville. Uh, that was good as well. We need to talk. We, we're going to play w- that clip, and it's yeah. funny. But we need to talk recruiting yes. and some big names on UK. I'm actually excited. To, in our own house. 
it's been a few weeks of not a lot of much of anything. There's been the reaching out. No, we're, we're having some actual significant movement towards what the roster could look like next season. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of got an idea uh, of, of some potential players. We'll discuss that. It's going to be fun. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen. This is Creed, and he is in charge of something, That right? is correct. Say hi to the kids. Hi, kids. Yay. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Have you ever seen a foot with four toes? Yeah. What are you doing? Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty nice the rest of the day once this rain in the area gets out of town. sunshine. And then, gosh, before the storm yesterday, it was amazing. Oh, I was outside. Went on a long walk. It was a little hot, to be honest with you. Ran two days in a row. Holy smokes. Yeah. What's gotten into My knees have not fallen apart. You're, well, you know... they might explode like in South Park when they got the knee transplants. Man, you know the best thing about Kentucky, the, the well, the dolphin plasty. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the surgeries I feel comfortable saying on the air from South Park. Yes, I do recall the episode. <laughs> I do recall the episode. That's the beautiful thing about Kentucky roll call, though. Is I was going to start doing one advertisement. But now I think I'm going to go in a different direction with with the advertisement. No, I'm just going to go straight back to the golf. I'll be golfing tomorrow, Justin. <sighs> nice. Lucky. Where at? One of the beautiful courses on the Big X Sports Radio golf cart. Oh, okay. So it's going to be either I just Chris- don't want all of our fans to come bombard me. Well, no, that's places, good. So that- I'm not going to say specifically which one. Well, they have five places to choose from. Five great there's, places. There, there's five courses on the Big X Sports Radio golf cart. So TJ's either going to be at Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana, Old Capitol and Cordon, Chariot Run, Valley View, or Jeffersonville Elks. All for under $25 around BigXSportsRadio.com, or you can call 812-725-1457. Beautifully done. But uh, we're going to have, I, I don't see any rain for the next 10 days on my weather app. So, whoa, golf season is coming. Full swing, some yes, might say. Full swing. Justin, you sound like such a professional sometimes when you're doing ad reads. <laughs> you should hear him call a basketball game. That's right. Yeah, it, it does, it does kind of bring in the uh, broadcaster out of me. Love it, absolutely love it. Here was Justin's text into, or here, here's finally they got around to Justin's text, <laughs> which was only about two or three minutes after ours. Yeah, but it it it, it was it made after, all the difference. It was an afterthought. <laughs> here we go. I missed this, but so you know, Walker and Roush texted in right at the beginning of the show yeah, to it, yeah. to make their. Are you guys going to talk about the U of L softball game last night? And we did, we did, we mentioned it. Yeah, so yeah, they got beat. So suck it yeah. to a program that won't be named. And then I I missed this, but just after them, Scooter Dingus. Texted in and goes late to the party, but y'all gotta talk to you about softball. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the KRC Rutherford Show war starts. Dudes, man, That's, you're not even a Kentucky guy. Quit being, quit, 
Man up, dude. Come on. <laughs> Scooch is just he's, he's piling on. I mean, come on, Scooch. He's turning heel on us. You're paying. <laughs> Mary did text me this morning. I I did um I did talk with Trevor some last night. He was he was not happy that his AEW recording got messed with during the storms. Oh, I could see him being. Oh, he's gonna complain about that. But also, but he won't know that. Like you probably shouldn't like actually complain about here's that. Here's the thing, though. AEW's on TBS or cable. Yeah. G- why would how would the storms mess? Maybe with- it knocked his power out. Maybe I, maybe I, he's got DirecTV. True. Yeah, that could be it. I, I was just like, that doesn't make sense, but whatever. Bro. I mean, I was complaining about Survivor. All Everybody at the bar kept asking me, what time are you leaving? And I kept telling them, 9 o'clock, it's Survivor night. Got to go home and watch it. And then I had an epiphany about 9.15. I was like, oh, Survivor probably did not record. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll get them next time. We'll get more important things. Yeah. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about Elon Musk offering to buy Twitter for $41.39 billion? I don't feel. That's I, I can't even just I can't even fathom how much money that is. So I I don't have an it really opinion. It's hard to believe <laughs> like, that, like what that much money exists. You're gonna buy a website for forty one billion with a B? Man, I hope he does though. That's insane. I mean, he's already bought what nineteen percent of the shares, so might as well. No, nah, I thought it was only like seven. Oh, okay. But I could be I could be totally wrong about that for what it's worth. Um, he I forget how much he offered fifty four dollars and twenty cents per share. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you had some Twitter shares, how you'd say no to that. Like, I I think that's significant. What is it right now? Let me, I'm looking. One but, yeah, you find you find exactly what it is for me. I I do like that he said that uh, Twitter should just turn its headquarters into a homeless shelter because nobody shows up. Get better use that way. Twitter is at forty eight sixty three. Forty eight sixty three. So you're just getting an increase, and you can just step away and be done with it forever. For having shares in and a just, social media website that's ultimately a pretty terrible place. Just yeah. went up 15 cents since you started your statement. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I feel like they'll probably say no because they just don't want to give Elon Musk his way, maybe. But, also, man, that's just, Justin, say, good. Your, your response to that is the right answer. <laughs> no comment because you can't even just fathom that amount of money. It's also um, one of those things, too, where I feel like giving – the richest people in the world more control over our daily lives is a bad thing, but somehow Elon Musk is endearing. I, I don't know what it is. Seems to do good. Yeah, and he also, <laughs> I say, with he, a he also mark d- at the approaches end. things in a very normal human way. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though, except his kid's name. Oh yeah, like yeah, XYZ or something yeah, stupid like yeah. that. Yeah, and apparently they have another kid too that's got a. What if his name was just name? like Johnny? Jo- Johnny. Oh, yeah. Johnny Musk and Cer- the XYZ. Certainly Elon plays into his mystique, but I think it's just his uh, his, his kind of trolley mentality that, that people appreciate. I think so, too. It just kind of seems like... It's relatable. A millennial with a ton of money, although I don't know if he technically is. No, he's 50. He's not a millennial. He's he has 50 a, years old? Although some millenn- people say that millennials go back to like 1980. Ooh, uh, a friend's brother who's in our group chat. He's the old man in the group chat, and we we call he's like 40, but he's technically in the millennial gap. So uh, oldest millennial. Gotcha. Yeah, and I know that 1980 would not make somebody 50 in terms. So he's not a millennial, just for what it's worth. But um, so he has another kid named Nevada, Nevada, and one named Exadark Sidrail. <laughs> 
swear I'm alive. Oh, man, it's going to be a tough kindergarten. <laughs> Justin side rail takes him back to his Walmart days. Um, five zero two side piece. Oh, that's right. <laughs> five, well, did some railing. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Text on in. We'll talk about it on air. It'll be a good time. Let's talk about the drama of yesterday. It's just going to be an everyday thing for the whiny UK fans. The drama or the recruiting? The drama. What was the drama yesterday? UK didn't reach out to Ron Holland fast enough. Did you see that? I do. I, I, I saw that there was a Joe Tipton, shout out on three, that uh, had an article. He, in At the very end, there was a quote like, I'd like to hear from Kentucky. And then 15 minutes later, Holland has heard from Kentucky. Ron Holland, I believe is his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who's top 20 and 24-7, I think on three has him. Number two in the country, maybe in the twenty twenty. Yeah, I think it's safe. I, I would feel safe in saying this is a top ten kid in twenty twenty three. Some people would feel safe saying he's a top five kid, but rivals, I think, has him at nine. Yeah, I think twenty four seven has so, him like three. All right, my question for you, TJ, because From, there there is part of it where everybody's just going to be whinier in general right now. Like it, people are just, it's a trigger warning right now for a lot of folks. And I also, but, it's worth mentioning. This is, it's really. It is different, but it's all you always have the whiny people when UK loses a tournament game, and it goes on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's a um, Final Four, even if it's Elite Eight, you, this there are the 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 company of the miserable is always having meetings. So, my question for you, because what I would say to the whiners is, the, the people who are upset that they didn't talk to him sooner. It, well, it, this is a pretty traditional cow case of how recruiting goes. Assistant shows up to the kid's first game, likes what he sees. Cal comes the second game. Kid balls out, and then a few days later, Cal talks to him. Yes. That, that, that's kind of the norm. But I think We've the only co- got about 13 years of evidence. Of so that. my question to you, though, TJ, should it be the norm? Should, should Cal fair, speed it, up his, his a, recruiting process? That's a fair question. That's a fair question. Um, I'm – and I know it's, it doesn't always make for good radio, but – I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to default to Calipari's recruiting system and just trusting it to work in due time. And I know folks would be screaming, but Duke, but Duke. It's the only school that has Kentucky's number right now. And they have everybody's number. Everybody's. Duke says everybody's number. Kansas, UNC, uh, you name it. Villanova, Gonzaga. Duke is out recruiting everybody. And Kentucky. Now, I do agree with the whiny fan base's mindset of Kentucky should eat first. Cal Perry says as much. Mm-hmm. If Kentucky's the gold standard, you should be getting the gold standard players, the ones that you want. But let's not take problem A and make it be problem B. You're conflating. Just the... because it's a problem. Like, figuring out how to beat Duke doesn't mean UK misplayed the Ron Holland recruitment at all. At all. We have so much evidence of Calipari doing the exact same thing that you said, watching a guy. He's not quick to offer out to 2023 or underclassmen for the most part. Does sometimes, does not. Well, I think and, he's I think he's already gave given out nine offers in 2023 for what it's worth. Maybe ten. Part of the reason why he's I I I think maybe TJ the you can meet in the middle here. I don't. I don't think Duke is going to be 
offering a bunch of early offers, but Kentucky, there's there's kind of a track record of offering early doesn't equate success. I mean, no. One of the earlier offers sometimes I can remember is, is Scott Clark, and he was committed forever, and then. It turns out, you know, you get a bunch of injuries happen. He's maybe a step slower. His confidence is shot a little bit, and he's, eh, I don't know if this is going to work out. So I, I, I think there's a reason why Calipari typically slow plays it. There's also, I think part of the reason too, TJ, is Duke has a monopoly on the Duke guys. Guy, for the most part, the the five-star guys that Duke gets are Duke guys that you could only imagine them going to Duke. You're Matthew Hurts of the world. You're, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm struggling here with Flipikowski. Flipikowski. I, I didn't want to just name uh, white guys, but uh, help me with some some really like the brotherhood people. Because Zion was like one of the exceptions to that. And I think that's why people got very upset. And, and Powell is kind of similar where, okay, yes. It, maybe that 17 of 20 stat that the message board guy came up with over Duke versus Kentucky guys, maybe that's true to an extent. But I think five of those guys, or Duke has that market cornered to an extent. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky doesn't necessarily still have that market. Uh, but I do think with the shoe on the other foot, the reason why Cal, play, Cal slow plays some things is because some of these five-star guys that look good on film – aren't good fits, a la J.D. Davidson, the kid that announced yesterday that he's dipping after one year at Alabama where he averaged eight points and four assists a game. He was just kind of ho-hum, had a couple good moments, and then just immediately said, I'm done with college. I'm I'm out of here. I'm peacing. That, the, that, that at least gives Cal some like, – that's that's the reason behind his madness is the method to his madness. He's going to slow play things because – if you go too fast with one and duns, you can get burnt. Um, and, and I think the reason why Duke's had a lot of success is because a lot of the Duke Brotherhood guys are just built into the Duke Brotherhood and falling for all their bullcrap. Well, it's something bigger than that for what it's worth. What did you text us, Justin? What's that? Some baseball picks. Oh. Since y'all are on the good side of the river. It, it, it's just got to be something bigger than that with Duke. And and they can keep kind of some of their stuff private with being a private university. But maybe they've got some sort of nil collective that's just like, if we saw the numbers, we'd understand why. What, you know, what if Kentucky thinks they've got this amazing nil package and it's a quarter of what Duke has somehow? You know, some rich donors just privately putting it into this Duke secret fund or yeah, something. Yeah, they can be much more secretive about it. And they can. And, and maybe maybe that has – it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for top-tier talent. Not I'm not saying that they would go play for UK, but it's not like Gonzaga hasn't had some nice things going on. It's not like Jay Wright and Villanova hasn't had some nice things going on. Kansas just won the national freaking championship. Yeah. UNC just had the run of a lifetime for UNC fans. And – Duke is still just getting whoever they want across the board. With John Shire, too. With a coach who's never coached a game before. And I get it. Like, I'm right there with folks in terms of, like, scratching their head, not loving this. Personally, just don't think the answer is just to whine and cry about it like U L fans did with Calipari when Calipari was ripping and roaring. We got to figure out what Cal can do to make it better. Because – 
you've yeah, already brought in a staff yeah. that you feel comfortable as having one of the top recruiting staffs in the country. It should be the best recruiting staff in the country. We all think it is. You're not getting the best players. You're probably getting the second best players. But how can that? How can you take that next step forward? And the the answer is to anonymous Twitter person, blah blah blah, seventeen thousand numbers, and the same with T.J. Walker and Nick Roush and Justin Kalen. We go Monday through Friday, seven to nine. We don't know. That's why it'd be great to ask Calipari. Hey, why is Duke in all these guys? It'd be great to ask Orlando and Tigua. What can you all do differently to get these guys? What I, I would just expect probably a coach speak answer. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice to know, like, we got to step up our, our nil. And we're not trying to make excuses, but if this is going to be a money game, yeah. we need to make sure we our nil to... is the best that it should be. It's... I would love to just hear what their reason, their rationale is. Because we can all guess. People can freak out and think it's the end of the world. But the truth is, we don't know. We don't know why a first-year head coach at Duke, who's never coached a kid as a head coach before, has never been a head coach at all. Remember how big of a deal we made about, you're taking an AAU coach and he's going to be a head basketball coach? You're going to take a high school basketball coach and make him a college basketball coach with Penny at Memphis and then Howard at Michigan? Mm-hmm. Like We made big deals about this. Even UofL fans kind of freaked out about Kenny Payne. But nobody's making a big deal about it with Shire because he just is already getting in a million great kids. Why is that? What is what what is the reason behind that? I'm sure some of it has to do with youth. You just saw. The, oh, I don't know about that. Well, but like Duke gets put on a pedestal throughout sure. the college basketball season. They go to the Final Four with Coach K. I could see it being e- easy to be sold that now you get to be the first with a new generation. And they probably relate to John Shire better. It can, we can have all of the stuff that Duke had under Coach K, except you're not dealing with a dictator. You're dealing with a fun young guy like John Shire. But he's not fun. He looks like a, yeah. a dweeb, too. You don't yeah. know that he's not fun, though. That's true, Justin. Damn it, you got me there. Never partied with him. <laughs> Never talked to him. Don't know if he's not fun. But he wears glasses. People say that he's a nice guy. <laughs> But I don't know if he's a fun guy. And and you, some of it, too, TJ, is, Cal, just let's, let's get that swag back. I don't know what exactly that is, but uh, you don't want to be the old man in the room. You want to be the young guy who's on the cutting edge of stuff. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. This weekend, he's got Leonard Miller coming in, uh, the five st- late-rising five-star, 6'11", seven-foot guy from Canada. And they've also they're also going to host the Illinois State transfer, the six eight wing who uh TJ oh, I want to get to those. I'm not done with Ron Holland just yet though. Oh, you're still not done with Ron Holland? Yeah, because uh, just a few more quick little comments. I know there's people that are like, be done with Ron Holland, damn it. A few things. One, they've already got a commitment in twenty twenty three. Like I, I just don't believe that like this is a sign of like Calipari slipping behind and recruiting. Reed Shepard, yeah, yeah, the big one. And oh, yeah, we were and, gonna lose our mind over that. Remember? And, uh, yeah, well, that Pat was 40, that was gonna be. We're gonna put him to bed. Sure. Cal was gonna be done. Fans. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, they've and they've offered a ton of dudes in 2023. And sometimes I know this is shocking, but Calipari's not that eye in Lord of the Rings in that tower. Like he doesn't see everything. Like he may not have known that Ron Holland was super desperate for UK to be interested. Maybe they knew that they liked him, and they were they. He was a great player, but maybe they didn't know that he was some. And also, like while that's going to go back on Calipari, and I don't really care one way or another. Jay Lucas is your Texas guy. This is a guy from Duncanville, Texas. Like, shouldn't Jay have been like, "Hey, Cal, he really wants to be recruited by us." And then that's just part one. 
Part two is, how many times have we heard that before? Chris Walker, there's a blast from the past, he called me and said, hey, I just want to let you know I committed to UK. And I'm a college student. I'm, like, riding around UK, like, on my way to whatever party we Taking were going to. Taking a frat lap and, and riding around in a... And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you know, you've always covered my recruitment. I just want you to know. And I was like, not to be rude, Chris, have they officially offered? And he was like, oh, yeah, they offered, and I just I took it when they offered. And I was like, well, I appreciate you calling. I'll, I'll get that out there. And then I instantly called the person that I had at UK, and they were just like, no, he's a, he, no, he's a very immature kid. <laughs> like, that's, none of that's true. And I think UK maybe did eventually end up offering. I don't know if it was an actual committable offer or not. But no, he never committed to UK. People make stuff up. I remember interviewing DeAndre Aiden in Indianapolis with a group of reporters and being like, hey, so what schools are you hearing from? And him being like, none. And we all kind of <laughs> laughed. And he was like, I, I haven't heard from any schools. Like, I know Kansas talked to so-and-so, but no, I don't. And we were like, why do you think that is? And it was sad, actually. He was like, I have no idea. He was like, I think I'm one of the best players in the country. I figured schools would be calling me all the time. Well, in reality, his recruitment was bought and paid for, and he didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. So there's so much more that meets the eye in recruiting that people don't understand that my first reaction when you hear that Ron Holland is interested in UK wouldn't be to take it as a criticism that Calipari's got to change his recruiting philosophy. We're all overreacting right now. Everybody is. My advice to folks, be patient, calm down, and enjoy what's going to be a top five or top ten roster heading into next year. Didn't uh, I'm not gonna lie, DJ. I thought we were gonna have more of a. He didn't call it a dream school, but I thought we were gonna have more people say, "Well, he wants to hear from Kentucky. That means he's he's never gonna end up in Kentucky." Well, yeah, I mean, and that's another. That's part three. If you want to go down that road, is how many people have said UK's their dream school and just only to pass up UK. Uh, Carlton Bragg was like a huge dream school UK guy. He also had a kind of shady recruitment to some degree. Ended up going to Kansas and then like 13 other places. So while I know it's fun to pile on, while I know that we're all frustrated, UK can't win a championship in April right now, folks. Sorry. The season's not till next year. And then the tournament's going to be in March. And then the national championship will be in April, but that will be April 2023. They can't win a championship right now. So you got to, you got to, you got to, we got to focus on some other things. Recruiting, great thing to focus on. And there's questions about why. UK hadn't been in on Ron Holland. I think it's a fair question. But I also don't think it's this wide, oh my gosh, this is our sign that things are bad. That's not true. It's just, and there's facts to back that up. All right, the UK is going to have some visitors joining me at Keeneland this weekend. Mm -hmm. Let's go to our hour break and then bring those up. You alluded to them. You dropped some names. I don't know. Yeah, I said them. I don't yeah, we'll, we'll say them again, and we'll give our thoughts and our opinions on the players and how they'd fit at UK and if we think they're going to end up there. This seems new. New radio topic. <laughs> Rash looks so confused. You also picked your nose no fewer than six times. Wow. That I'm a big nose picker. I didn't know that about you. How yeah. many How many of the six went now, to the mouth? You've got like a booger up there. Yeah, I get it. But it's like, like I, get, I get the crusties on the side. Yeah, but you and... do full like pointed finger. <laughs> I'll do like knuckle. Nose. Oh, I do. I do a thumb scrape. Yeah. Thumb scrape. Yeah. When's the booger convention with you and Tim Sullivan? Ooh. Not a eater, though. Boom roasted. That's good. All right. Hour one done. 
Hour two coming up next. Keep the text coming in on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. I was going to go this direction in hour one. Nick Roush is back to exercising, folks. If you're living in the South End or just driving through, be on the lookout for a six foot six animal running down Southern Parkway. Mm-hmm. It'll be Nick Roush. He's getting back in shape, ladies and gentlemen. Derby season right around the corner. He's going to have the suns out, the guns out in the infield in under a month. But the aches and pains for a 30 year old, they add up. But they're not as bad when Roush takes his cornbread hemp. He's going to tell you his story. Knees, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Cornbread hemp's got you covered. Um, which, man, that, that, that is the, the joints. There's not a whole lot. I mean, ibuprofen can only go so far. But nothing like unwinding at the end of the day. Sore legs, sore feet, sore knees, tight muscles, quite like the all organic full spectrum CBD from Cornbread Hemp. Use promo code Big X at checkout. You'll get thirty percent off, and it, it just packs a nice punch. Thirty percent. Good way to unda- unwind after a long day of physical activity. Try Cornbread Hemp today. It's you really have to try it to believe it. It's amazing. Yeah, it helps you sleep. Helps with aches and pains. Helps you relax. So you'll you'll enjoy it, and they've got so many products. Go to their website. Got stuff for the animals that I always mention. It's fireworks season. Poor little Abe last night. Thunder was he used to not be scared of thunder, but now thunder is not a good thing for him either. Give him the little doggy cornbread hemp. Woof woof. He's all good. He's all good in the neighborhood. I love too that they're also uh, there's 420 deals on cornbreadhemp.com. Not as good as using the promo code Big X, but. Of course, right. you're not going to get that 30%. Yeah, I've already seen the the signs around like my neighborhood e-cig shops because there's e-cig shops every block now. I'm not sure if you're aware. Is that the way in the South End? Or is it just Lindenburg that loves all the smoke and e-cigs? I think the e-cigs, they just stick them in gas stations. Okay. Yeah. These are like the vape shops or whatnot. But right, right. Uh, there's like six within a mile of me. No joke. And all of them have signs outside their store. 420 special. It's like, but you can't... <laughs> you can't sell weed. Like you're not. It's not legal in Kentucky. I'm, I'm sure a couple do. I wonder if you were just like, hey, what about the real 420? You got It's like the uh, and then you, you pull out a bag. You, you remember the movie Beer Fest? It's like he has to say the secret phrase. I do. Like he has to yodel to him. Weren't they gonna make a smoke fest, or was that all just a bunch of mumbo jumbo? Oh, I hadn't heard that. That'd I mean, be they, cool. they, they, that's that, how they end the that, movie. They end the movie. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, they're yeah. gonna make a sequel. They should have. Maybe they still will. Who knows? Wow. I'd be entertained. Sequels generally not all that great. 
Then I don't know how you could make it better than Beer Fest. Then on top of it, especially if you delayed this long. I don't know. I was excited about it back when I thought it was actually going to be a thing, but never ended up being a thing. Never ended up being a thing. What is the thing is some UK targets visiting Lexington. Roush mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Antonio Reeves, yep. the Illinois State guard, score. He'll be making his way. And then, as Rouch mentioned, one of the top uncommitted players in 2022, he will also be on campus. That one was a uh, Leonard Miller. Leonard huh? Miller was a little bit of a surprise to me. Everybody seems to be under the impression. I know Travis Grapp has been leading the charge that he is pro league bound, G League professional basketball bound. It was that he weird won't be playing college basketball. Seeing Travis Graff say he's going to visit Kentucky after a visit to the G League, and I'm like, Wait, what do you visit mean? to the G League. What does that mean? How do you visit the G League? <laughs> you just gonna really like if you're the G League, and isn't it Strickland that's still like running that, or is that? I think so. Yeah. Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you want the emphasis to be? What's the difference between the G League and college? $500,000. You can make that in college with the nil. Yeah, but you don't have to put any work in uh, other than playing basketball in the G League. Miller have nil issues being a Canadian? Who knows? Although, isn't there some other Canadians that haven't had issues with it? Shane Sharp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he didn't have issues there. Yeah. Boom, there's a Canadian. Um, no, the biggest difference is, in my opinion, now that you can do nil, you were right, Justin, before nil became a thing, is school. That's like the one thing – like. I mean, empty arenas too, but you're not going to try to promote your empty arenas. So you'd have to make it as like, it It almost feels like it'd be like a youth center. You'd want like the setup to be like, see how cool this is, mm-hmm. Leonard? We got a ping pong table. We got air hockey over there. You can do mini bowling in that corner. Even though you're not going to have time to do any of that? He'll have all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. Tutors do their work. No, he's not in school. That's the point. You're, are you, you're you, saying if he goes to Kentucky? If you know G League. Oh, okay. Saying the one gotcha. difference. You want to promote the aspect if you're the G League, you don't have to go to class. Yeah. So you want to make it as cool as possible without having to go to school. Maybe have like people smoking cigarettes, <laughs> talking about how like college isn't for them either. Well, That'd I mean, be- <laughs> the, the thing with the G League is if I'm in that situation, I'm a G League kid. Like you're, you're going to pay me $500,000 to just go play basketball. Whereas, and I get the whole nil thing, but you have to put in work for that. You have to, you have, there's, that's going to take up some time. Whereas I would rather just play basketball and make money. Going to the G League, if you're serious about your basketball career, is just an idiotic decision, in my opinion. I mean, we how many guys, weren't there two G League guys drafted in the top five last year? Don't know. Don't care. Jalen Green and... Jaden Hardy's like a fringe first rounder for this year, at least being projected. He'll be an interesting person to watch because a lot of people thought he would be a potential top five pick, and now maybe he's fringe lottery, or maybe he ends up killing the workouts and going top five. But I, I, I just I, I think if you're serious about basketball and you're super competitive about it, I'm now, also, now with the nil, I think it's a. I'm bad, also starving bad for attention, and I'm going not going to get that on. Uh, no, well, I, I just league. I don't. I mean, you and Mike Rutherford, TJ, have had completely different paths into the radio world, but you're both successful. I mean, there's different ways to get to where you want to be. I don't I don't think there's one way that's set in stone. There is not one way to set in stone. And again, I'm not everybody's got to make their own personal decisions. I'm entitled to my personal opinion about their personal decisions. The G League, now that you can make as as much, if not more, money with nil in college, it it's not a good value. 
You don't get as much exposure, which you could make a case could be a good thing. I'm saying if you're a good basketball player that believes in yourself and you want to play at a high level, to pick the G League over college basketball contradicts all that. I don't agree with that. That's fine. You don't have to. But if you want to play in pressure games, big, uh, on big absolutely. stages, yeah. no, you're, you're right. That the aspect. whole country on, eyes on you. I, I, I just don't think you're a serious player if you go to the G League. I don't. Again, now with nil, before nil, that was that was a huge game changer. Now with nil, I don't agree as much. So they're visiting, and then also there's some reports that Adam Miller. If that name sounds familiar, hang with us. He will also be visiting. You that sound familiar to you? God, Adam Miller. Adam Miller. Adam Miller. Every offseason. <laughs> really? Well, it, this makes two for sure. He was the Illinois transfer that UK looked into last year. He ended up going to LSU and then like I think even before the season started, major surgery major injury. Like ACL. I'm not hundred percent sure exactly what it was, but he was out for the year. Supposedly he will be visiting this weekend, Roush. So, I don't think that's the case. You don't think he is visiting? No. Okay. Yeah. But I know that that was a potential talking thing. Are you saying that he's not an option or just not visiting? I've just heard that he's not visiting. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued by Miller. And here's one thing that we've tried to remind folks, but we need to remind ourselves from time to time, is in the transfer market, you're, you're not specifically looking at 2022-2023. You could be looking at 2023-2024. And that's why I think Adam Miller could be intriguing to me. Could, if you bring him in and he's healthy, the only problem with Adam Miller, though, when you got C- like, can you only have one injury guy on the roster if something goes wrong? But I get more excited about, like, Adam Miller maybe down the road than an instant impact on this year's team. But he could also be a nice seventh or eighth man on this year's team, potentially. And that would be a hell of a seventh or eighth man to, to, to bring off the, the bench. I feel that way about everybody that we've mentioned. That, yeah, that is not... or isn't. Like, a- Antonio Reeves, I like, but I, I want him off the bench. I don't want him a starter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And maybe that ends up being a bad take, and I'm wrong about that. Because, you know, this is just guesswork. I, I will say there was um... – same with Leonard, it, off the bench, fine by me. Yeah, and part of the equation that we haven't figured out is you're kind of waiting just to see some good guards hit the portal. Feel good about the front court, but the guards, piece of it. And, and, and normally it's always the other way around. I know. Normally it's, it's so many, you have so many guard options, it's just like if you can get one of the two good bigs in the transfer portal, right. you better get them because guards, you can get whoever you want. It's kind of weird. I that do is, think, that's a good point. I do think there is something to the way that – like. Nil is going to change college football and college basketball at two positions in particular. One in football, quarterback. Mm-hmm. Guys like Stetson Bennett, you know, you know, you're you're How about your boy Neil Brown, by the way? Oh yeah, shout out to getting JT Daniels. Suck it, Drinkwitz, you loser. <laughs> uh but guys who were on the fringe can return. That that's a big equation for all these college athletes. You don't have the guaranteed first round spot. They don't you, the way you play your positioning is great in college, but the way point. you play your position in the pros isn't a direct correlation causation. Armando Bicot announcing yesterday that he's going to return to North Carolina. If you like money, Naismith Player of the Year next year. You heard it here first. 
Oh, well, heard it here first. It's not that all. I mean, he's probably going to have the second best odds if well, Oscar. Comes I'm just back. saying, bet it now before it gets way low. I don't know if you can bet it now, but I'll look at well, it. No, we can't bet it now. Okay. I've already looked. But into um, it. <laughs> I think we we could be going back to the '80s where you have a college basketball, a sport dominated by these bigs who are just physical rebounding machines in the paint with guys like Paycott, Kofi Coburn, and Oscar Sheboy. Yeah. Is Col- has I th- Coburn I thought, announced? I thought, he is not. I thought uh, Torres' take was pretty good. Hey. I do. Like, yeah. That, that, and, and, you know, you kind of just you, you alluded to it, but it's, that's, a, that's a positive of the transfer portal is to be able – or not the transfer portal, the nil era – is you should have player this, this should and it's really so dumb. Like I, I've always been a fan of college athletics. I thought the amateur model. I thought it was fine. Also, didn't see the harm in allowing players to make their own money, not from the schools. That's where a lot of people always got it wrong. Was schools need to pay their athletes? Schools aren't going to pay their athletes. Yeah, yeah. But this. This works. This works. And it can actually make college sports better. Mm-hmm. If it's done the right way, which right now it's just kind of the Wild West and it's even working out well for college athletics. But it could go back to like the 70s and 80s where you have guys around for multiple, multiple years because they're providing for their families it's, while going to school. It's There's a good like yin to the yang it, that we had. Like you, you had all the one and done. Well, here is the response to it. It almost seems like the grossness of college athletics, once you embrace it, beautiful flowers grow. <laughs> it, there's some truth to it. Like that's sweet. I, I, I don't want UNC to do well. I was happy that Bacot's coming back to – Chapel Hill just because it's good for college basketball. And guess what? Oscar's going to come back to UK. It'll be good for college basketball. Pretty awesome. So, nil. Not the devil, as much as folks like to think. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. so pumped. Just got my cornbread hemp offer or order. I kept forgetting. It was really dumb. Did you use the promo code? I did. Best promo code out there, Big X. Did you all see Pat Bev with the Bud Light tall boy in the postgame presser? What's he out here trying to prove? <laughs> did y'all see that? I did not see it. He was. It was funny because he was sitting right next to Anthony Edwards, who is not yet 21. So Edwards God, is sitting so there. so funny he's not 21. Edwards is sitting there drinking a Gatorade. Bev's got a Bud Light. It was hilarious. Also, <laughs> did, did he have a koozie? Did he have an koozie? No. no. Uh, see, that's no. not a pro drinking move. Always got to have a koozie in the back pocket. Ready, ready to roll. Or maybe Bud Light gave him a bunch of money. Could be that. To not cover it up. Somebody says, Talapari is great. Definitely using that next time we lose an SEC road game. <laughs> My mispronounce. Why is that? So what's the joke? No, there was a texter yesterday texted that in. Talapari. I don't. We made a big deal about it. I think it might have been autocorrect. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. He was probably doing voice to text and then. This texter likes Talapari, which I happen to like Talapari too. Whoa, don't <laughs> get it. The Wiseman Cunningham Sharp string of bad recruiting luck needs to stop with Wagner. Has to. Did you read Kyle Tucker's article? Yeah, I was disappointed. It was all Milt Wagner quotes from a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was new Milt Wagner quotes. No, it's it's old ones. Yeah. Every time, it was kind every, of just, every time one of the quotes was just like he said months ago. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. 
good quotes. I mean, you know, impactful stuff, powerful stuff. But but didn't, didn't tell have, me something I don't know. Tell, yeah, I had more. It was really that. setting the table for what we already know. Folks, he's gonna go to UK though. Don't worry. I did warn though that Purvis Ellison is his AU coach. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Just got the whole Oval '80s team. I feel like Eddie, if you TJ. played basketball in the '80s at U of L, you've been in the news in the last two yeah. years. Seriously. Uh, or your kid has been, a la Nolan Smith. That's true. That's true. 502-414-1450. That, that's one thing, and I, I I looked ahead at the text line, and there was, why not give a Calipari recruiting criticism, TJ? And this next te- or that text that Wiseman, Cunningham, Sharp, string of bad recruiting luck needs to stop with Wagner has to. I'd be perfectly all right if Calipari just wanted to play the stupid game. That's one thing I think yeah. you could do differently. Oh, yeah, go play Hire, in the, go, play in the mud. Go get Cade Cunningham's coach and pay him $600,000. But but people are going to – the NCAA is going to look at – like, that's your whole thing, Cal. Like, the NCAA looking at you funny. <laughs> who cares? Oh, yeah. Like, people are going to say stuff. That's Who cares? Like, that's that's been your whole thing. At some point, I do think – and maybe it was after he won his title. They're like, hey, I don't need to play the game anymore. The game's going to work out in my favor as is. Like, I, I'm above the game. And being above the game, and there there is something like reputable about that. Like, you know, you've heard recruits in the past say, he told me that it was going to be the hardest year of my life, and I actually appreciated that. There, is, Some people can respect the I'm not getting in the mud aspect of things. But go back and get in the mud. Yeah, I don't care. Like, if, Whatever it takes. If, if Cunningham was committed to UK and then the brother thing, then you go get his brother. Then you be the if, if he if that's so important to him to get a play for his brother as assistant coach, make him a then do it and then fire his ass the second that Cunningham's out the door. And then guess what? The next recruit do the same thing. You think it stopped Kentucky football from doing it? Like play the game again, Cal. That would there's a criticism, but I, I'm not ready to throw it all away because UK is number two in recruiting. I'm with folks that the Duke stuff is frustrating. So there, that that's one thing I would say. I don't think he's going to do it, though, for what it's worth. I think he thinks he's above that stuff. And I do think there's stuff that we don't know. I think something happened with Nike. I think that's played a little bit of a role in it, although I think things I are hope a little bit better. I hope it's not because he was like, I'm not doing the PK-80, because everybody would want to see Kentucky do the PK-80. And I don't... Those Phil Knight tournaments, whatever they're called now. I would say that the timing of everything seems to seem to line up with that, and Cal's wrong for that not doing that tournament. Yep. And he's wrong for not going to Maui with that stuff. You know, everybody always complains about the scheduling and home games. They're, they're not missing the, – the home games are fine. The whining, I think, is just misplaced in some areas. Just let me be the whiner. How about that? Nope, sorry. You can't whine. The texter says, my text didn't get read today. Surely this is Trevor's fault. <laughs> I said, oh, we'll read them tomorrow. Sorry, and we have read them now. Um, so we addressed that. Man. Yeah, here's a random thought. This isn't a Wednesday. It's Thursday. It is a Thursday. How come we can only eat birthday cake on birthdays? Birthday cake's great. That's not true. Yeah, you I can eat birthday, birthday cake whenever you want. I mean, want. Oh. couldn't you just eat cake whenever you want? It's just not birthday cake. Oh, that's a good point. Kind of like if you eat cereal in the afternoon, it's technically not breakfast cereal. It's just regular cereal. I eat cereal for lunch 
quite frequently. I had a bowl of cereal yesterday for the first time, and it was like, You have a bag of chips for dinner, Justin. Yeah, Yeah, cereal for lunch, bag of chips for dinner. All the food groups. Dinner of champions. Food of champions. And then you'll have the occasional nights of 32 lobsters, (laughs) pieces of lobster. (laughs) Uh, 16 crab legs. Unrelated note as well, uh, Girl Scout cookies are coming in. It's one of those I get. We gotta hide them at the Nick, house. You are supposed to be on a diet. Yeah, right. you've been talking sweets for like two minutes. Now. The, the, exactly. You need to That's settle the down. Diet. The, the, I, my mind is wandering. You've I, got I'm, to settle I'm, down. I just I want my sweets. Reel yeah. it in. Reel it in. Yeah. Get the itch. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll get more to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four. 1450. Last day of spring practice was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we got some interesting no comments from Mark Stoops, too. Whoa. Yeah. That's a radio tease, ladies and germs. We'll come back. We'll talk about that. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kelly. Me and my peeps, aren't you grateful of your friends? Feel on each other and step on some hand. One thing leading to another. Let the party begin. What you doing? Chilling at the holiday Ask me about Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We just got buzzing in this place talking about Derby Week. Woo! Derby Festival. Oh, uh, We're near. We are near. When's Thunder? Next week? Uh, yeah, next Saturday. Are um, they doing any like restrictions or is it just it's thunder, baby. back, baby? Yeah, it's back. That's huge. Man, so fired up. That's great. Which, by the way, yeah, we've got uh, playing in the mini marathon tailgate. Very excited for Duke because I think he'll be pumped to give out booyahs to all the runners. Is the new house in a good spot for the marathon? No, because they don't. <laughs> the thing is, is they, they took the mini mar- – when they added the marathon, uh-huh. they took the mini uh, – they took out the mini marathon going all the way to Airquois Park because I think it was just a straight run from Airquois Park I to downtown. I thought so. So now they, they make it a big loop, uh, which is probably smarter logistically speaking. Uh, but they only, I think, go through Churchill. They don't make it all the way up to, to my neck of the woods. But we do have a, a spot, uh, a, a typical spot where you can kind of park and not avoid the traffic and, you know, place to go to the bathroom. There's a nice tailgate area. Yeah, so we're I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Great. Well, that's going to be a good time. Thunder, great steamboat race, bed races. I can see Justin being like the driver of a bed race. Man, and here's the thing. The bed, bed race, race. The bed races is something I've always wanted to do, but it feels should, like one of those things. We should do a big X bed race. Yeah, but it's also one of those, might have bit off more than we could chew, kind of deal once push comes to shove. What's a bed race? So they, they, they put beds what do you on. Think, what do you think a bed race is, buddy? Yeah. You just put wheels on a bed on wheels and yeah. roll? And you, that's it? And, and you you basically get one person to drive it, steer it, and then you have people in your company push the beds, and you do like a 40-yard dash almost. Yeah, so it's like you're on a track, and think of like a, a like track stars, but a giant track, and the lanes are the size of beds. And people just run around a track, and somebody's on a bed steering it. Who's providing the beds? 
You make them. You make them. Yeah, you oh. make them, and you you kind of make them like floats too. The goofier, the better. Yeah, they're I'm silly out. and stuff, and people dress up silly and stuff. I'm out. A lot of running though, unless you're the driver. So you <laughs> no, probably want to be I'm the driver. I'm definitely out. <laughs> My brother did it one time. I think they got smoked. <laughs> there's some, te- you know, there's obviously teams he has, that take it very. He seriously. has little legs. He, he was probably a runner. Wow! Shot fired, Johnny. <laughs> wow! The short guy's joking on Johnny. <laughs> It's when you know you got to reevaluate. Johnny things. gets enough shots in at me. I got to give him back every now and then. He does. He really does, and you should, rightfully so. Uh, what? What? Who? What? Great sponsor is up on on deck here? I believe it's Salsaritas. Oh no! The one we wait. No. To, I know it's like the I'm one starving. we have to wait to do because we get hungry when we do it. Roush, take it away. Tacos, <laughs> burritos, ah. nachos. Maybe. Oh. Derby, perfect time. Cater your party with Salsaritas. Download the Salsaritas app. They'll they'll bring the catering to you. It's so easy. It's so convenient. And you get Salsaritas bucks. Really good point. I mean, don't have to. Because as much as I love Derby, part of the convenience of living close by, traffic is miserable the week or two around Mm -hmm. Derby. So just order the catering. They'll bring it right to you. Salsaritas. Download the app. Visit one of their two locations today. Love salsa. Also, uh, update on the cheapest gas station in Louisville. It's not the Thorns on Third Street. Thorns on Taylor Boulevard and Bluegrass. Okay, so I got it for under three sixty yesterday. What? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. that's crazy. That it, is crazy. Some of it's because I have my refreshing reward rewards card, but also you get the eighty eight or whatever, and it's five cents off too. So. Just deals Just on deals on saving, deals. Saving money at Thornton's. Uh, I did want to mention we were talking nil song. It's been a recruiting nil kind of free-flowing show. Mark Stoops yesterday when wrapping up spring practice, uh, you know, it was less about X's and O's and more kind of big picture stuff about the program, one of which uh, we didn't mention. Uh, the UK added an additional recruiting staffer, uh, Danielle uh, Braswell, who was previously at Auburn and then uh, was a big – Big in the administrative role in helping Texas A&M land the highest recruiting class ever. We did talk about her. Yeah. Well, Stoops mentioned her yesterday and just said, you know, I, we don't need an army like some of these people. And referring to like Florida and who's hired 75 staffers in the offseason. But you do need the manpower or, and as he said, in this case, woman power. So bringing her on is a big part of their recruiting efforts. Now um, – to reinforce that, did any media members laugh at that when he said, "In this case, woman power"? There was. It's like the media a little like. Let's find out smi- who did it. Crack a smile jail. and like, pig <laughs> pig jail. Uh, but the big thing now is, of course, the nil collectives. And Stoops took the, his opportunity at the podium to. It, it, I, I would play the clip, but it's long and it's kind of boring. But to get to what Stoops was trying to say is, I love nil. Um, I'm glad guys like Chris Rodriguez and Will Levis are making money while they're here. But we don't need to have like like having these like he's like it's legal and you can do it, but you know, twenty five million dollars to sign your class is a lot. Essentially he was saying, Let's get it together, UK. We have this no collective, let's get everybody organized. From Mitch Barnhart and hmm. your uh, hmm. uh, compliance folks to your boosters who are funding this, we need to get organized. We need to get more methodical. We can't have Tennessee just buying their players to get back into the conversation relevancy, of relevancy. Yeah. yeah. So 
that that was his kind of shout out. I, I don't think Kentucky's that far behind the eight ball where kids are currently making money, but they might be when it comes to getting kids on campus where there's probably some where they're having conversations and those just have to end because Kentucky can't offer what some of those other schools can offer from no collectives. Sure. Yeah. And this is going to be an excuse you hear from schools for as long as this is a thing, which will probably be the rest of our lives. Just you're going to hear schools say, well, what can you do? They, we just don't have the money or you, they've got more money than we do. You, we literally just did it with potentially potentially with Duke. We don't know what the hell's going on there. Or with the, the Reds that, when they're talking about their thing the other day. Like, we're in this market. We just can't do anything. Well, even going back to Jurich and having all his cronies talk, say, hey, we're flashing dollar signs in front of everybody. Everything comes back to money. And I'll say this with Mitch, we've heard too much of this with Mitch Barnhart. It's concerning. We've heard too many coaches allude to this. We've heard too Calipari's kind of transition from like the nil stuff to practice facilities, which does that mean the nil stuff's taken care of or he's happy with the nil stuff? But I, I when all this started, we had, we had heard too much of uh, Mitch isn't a fan of it and UK's kind of fallen behind. Then it started. The rumors were that. Stoops and Calipari just said, "All right, we're gonna do our like we're we're just gonna do this. So hope everything's okay with you, UK. But we're just gonna go ahead and start having nil roll in. And then I get the sense that UK has just been really slow with all this behind the eight ball. I don't know what needs to be done. Don't know what could be done. But I've heard too many comments from coaches that are it's a little concerning at this point." So let's get it together. I don't even know really where you start. Like, what are you? What is UK not doing? Are they not well, promoting it enough? See, are they not talking about it enough? Do they not have enough hands on deck? Is I don't know. Compliance not getting back to the football and basketball teams. Like, where is the actual see, crack and here? I, and I think some of it it might even be the. Uh, let's be honest. COVID did not help UK's budgetary bottom line. And I'm sure there's a lot of, like there, there's there's going to be a pool between boosters on whether your money should go in a nil collective or go to the university. You know what I mean? You got you got to figure out where your dollars are going to go, and and I think as much as Stoops's statement was to um, Barnhart, it was to boosters. You know whose job this is really going to fall on the shoulders of informally is is Eddie Grant, surprisingly. <laughs> Because, like, Eddie's job, he's oh. not in the same role as Dan Brezowitz. UK football had a good run, folks. That, that's, that was Chase Heike. But a lot of the, the, the stuff that Stoops would do with boosters and your, your movers and shakers around town, Eddie takes out on a lot of that day-to-day stuff now for Mark. I mean, okay. like, I saw last night he was, Stoops was at some benefit. But, but a lot of what Grand's job is to kind of make Stoops' job easier in that regard. So... I think this is, even though you can only be so far loosely involved, I think Eddie might be in a position where he can whip those boosters into shape to get in line with this no collective. That That's a guess. I don't know. I know. What, was U.S. behind that one, or was he doing something different with, like, uh, Tony Delk? I, I don't know if they were in that no collective or if they were doing yeah, – they're, no, they're, thought... they're doing the virtuous thing. They're more of the player side of it, I think. Okay. So, um, but it it, it is – we are dealing in a different world, and I think Kentucky's been on the forefront of a lot of things, uh, particularly the transfer portal. Uh, but the 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 folks who helped Kentucky get off the mat and get all of the renovations done and everything like that, 
they did a great job. Now you you got to keep this thing churning in the, in the nil market. No reason not to. I think Kentucky's got the pockets to be able to to run with most of the big boys in the SEC. Probably not be numero uno, but high enough in the pecking order. And if you're high enough in the SEC pecking order, you're tops in the country. That's good. That is what UK needs. And Mitch Barnhart's always been good with fundraising. You just wonder how that transitions to nil fundraising. Because he's pretty conservative, folks. He's not somebody that was embracing the nil era with open arms. So it's something something certainly to keep an eye on, and we will continue to do such. We'll head back to the Thornton's text line. You know, real quick, after all this nil talk this morning, we just need more transparency is what it breaks down to. Just give us more transparency on nil. All around. Do we want more? Do we want I want more transparency. Like, what, what do you mean? Give me an example. Like, like, so you all were talking about why Duke's getting the players over Kentucky. Maybe they have a bigger nil pool. Let that know, be known. I want to know. I want to know the Duke's what the, a private institution, though. You don't I know have it. to. I know it. And it's it's this is never going to happen. So it's stupid for me to say it. But I would love to know all that. I want to know the players' amounts. I want to know who their deals are with. I want. I want to know all that. That's interesting to me. Give me more transparency. And I think you can find out that stuff, but I think what you want, and I, I want it as well, is just like nil.com, yeah. and you can just see how yeah. much a student-athlete everything. has made, how much they're getting everything. paid. And schools. Like all their – yeah, you could categorize it by schools. You could Categorize it by company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be a good idea if somebody had the resources to, to do it. On three. Yeah, we're, we're, Mr. we're the nil champions. You are. All are trying to be the nil. It really should – that it should be like – I just remember, I think Rivals still has it, but you could like go over to – they had this little bar. You could go to it, and it dropped down by conference, and then you could click on the conference – or you didn't even have to click on the conference. You just scrolled over the conference, and then another drop bar came down, and it was every school in the conference. Something like that, but for mm-hmm. nil, be sweet. Yeah. That would be awesome. Good idea. Not even a Wednesday, Justin. Wow. <laughs> I don't need no stinking Wednesday. Where are we at on the text line? We are at the texture that says uh, – oh, wow. Um, it says all good. Rutherford and Trevor to the hog, though surely. Yes, definitely send them there. You gotta how, send them to the Hague. How much do you agree with Jack's complaints that UK needs to be young guys earlier? On one hand, I agree, especially with the top guys. On the other hand, a lot of people who have no clue what's going on behind the scenes seem to have a lot of strong opinions. Not necessarily Jack, but the whiners and losers. <laughs> yeah, Jack. I mean, Jack's enti- Jack's smart. He knows recruiting. He's entitled to his opinion. I don't agree with. I guess the. Maybe not offering him, but I think to Jack's point, if he's around, if he's talking to trainers, if he's talking to these kids, and that's something that they want more of, then you, your supply needs yeah. to meet your demand, you know? I, I, I agree with that. And it, it could – I just – I don't think everything needs to be painted with such a broad stroke. This could just be an instance of – what what if it was as simple as like, oh, UK, crap, we didn't know he was as interested in us as we thought. We liked him. Like, we were going to kind of do our homework on him. But, oh, sure, absolutely. You want to hear from us? You're going to hear from us. Couldn't it be potentially worst-case scenario as simple as that? And I guess worst-case scenario would be just UK's clueless and not doing anything in recruiting. But that, I don't – everybody's frustrated and they're lashing out in any areas. They're, they're, they're seeing what can stick. Yep. And there's some legitimate gripes to be found in what is sticking. But now it's kind of getting to be a gross metaphor. 
really gross metaphor. Uh, Texter on the Thornton's text line says, uh, Mr. Jones says that PR part of being a head coach is just as important as the basketball side. Thoughts? Um, uh, maybe like 70-30 in my opinion. That's what I was going to say. Not just as important, but it is, it is certainly certainly important. That's why Billy spiraled so quickly because he was so bad at the PR part. And to, you know, again, everybody knows where I stand on all this stuff, but a part of... Billy's issues, and we we knew why he wasn't talking, but he never talked. And mm-hmm. Cal has stopped. I mean, Cal has never really been a big talker. People didn't care as much about it when he was winning. But he'll go on Dan Patrick, and he'll do some national stuff. Locally, it was pretty much strictly just like a summer interview with KSR. Yeah. Um, it's also, have you noticed when he does national stuff, it's so much more chummy than his local stuff? It is. I, and I, I think it's – and it might be that, that – it might have a more combative feel because – of the access that the local people get. And we're, we're talking to him at press conferences, but he controls all of that. And when he goes on national shows, like that bracketology show, they were eating up all of his lines on that bracketology show. They were. And we you know? had Kellen Grady on yesterday. If you didn't hear yesterday's show, go back and listen to that interview. A lot of good stuff. Uh, a KSR article kind of highlighting some of that with links to the interview are out there. But every, I, I had no joke three people on Twitter DM just be like that Kellen Grady interview is awesome. I wish we had another year of him. That was so, I, I wish you all talked to more. Pl- we wish, you know, we wish that stuff too, but now Kellen's out of like the UK bubble. So he's free game to go grab yourself, but you can't really do it with players. Like you, we couldn't go do that with Oscar right now. No, right, we could, right, or we right. would quote unquote get in trouble, which is the dumbest thing in the world. But people want to hear from people. I think people just want to be reassured and you can do that by – and Calipari's a good talker. You can do it by talking, but he's not talking. It's a mistake. In regards uh, to Jack Pilgrim's sweet, do you all think Cal needs to get it on guys earlier in the recruiting process more? We've, 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 talk, vu. we've talked I d- about it. I didn't it. realize Texas were going to talk about that too. I thought I was making a good original point for the first time. <laughs> Damn it. No, it was, a big, it was a big thing. Damn it, Jack. I'm tuned in with the what the fan base is talking about. But you also start sharing more time with the whiners, and that's horrible. Kyle Tucker reporting Antonio Reeves will visit this weekend. After reading Sean Vincell's piece on transfers, I'm all in on Reeves. Only concern is defense, but Cal's a great defensive coach, and we have the pieces to be elite there anyways. Maybe we got to see who ends up being the four for UK, and we got to fill out the roster for me to feel that way defensively. I think in terms of good players, I'm confident that UK is going to have enough of those. Reeves, I, I don't, I, I'm not as high on Reeves as others are, and maybe that, maybe that's a good thing. Not that I wouldn't want him, but I would not want him as a starter. I don't think. I'd rather have Wheeler. I know that's wild to say, and I think if we're talking about that. Shouldn't we want a transfer that we'd want more than Wheeler, to, ideally? Wouldn't you want Wheeler in that bench spot? Yep. I think, yeah. Reeves is a great scorer. He's got a little hitch in his shot that bugs me, but he hit a high clip. He's so a good, does Wheeler. He's a good player. Wheeler absolutely does. Yeah, he totally does. UK's had, I mean, Shea Gilgis had a little bit of a hitch in his shot. UK's had plenty of players with hitches in their shot. And Reeves is a better shooter than Wheeler. I'll, but you got to think about transitioning from a small conference to a big conference, not getting as many shots, having to learn to play with the national player of the year. Things would be different for Reeves. Again, off the bench, hell yeah. As a starter, I think Kentucky can do better.
Has nobody put two and two together? The Oscar's probably waiting until Good Friday to announce he's coming back. That's a good call. Wouldn't, think, he, wouldn't he wait till Easter to say that he's back? I think we, we no, alluded to that. Good Friday is perfect. Good Friday is like sad. It's sad, yeah. It's not like triumphant. Well, he wants, triumphant to, he wants to make everybody happy. Turn their sadness Sorry, around. Sorry, Lord and Savior passed. But I'm back. <laughs> TJ, since you're a real estate agent, not a real estate agent, would you rather sell five houses in a month? Can't sell five houses in a month. I'm not a real estate agent. Or have a mask mandate lifted everywhere? I would rather have a mask mandate lifted everywhere because I'm legally not allowed to sell real estate in the state of Kentucky. Mm, Can't make that sure? clear enough. So I'm going to go with the mask mandates lifted Dude, everywhere. Where where do we still have those? I guess airplanes. airports and, luckily and the, hospitals. Luckily the air we're gonna do fifteen days just to slow things down for the airports. Right. What? They extended the mask mandate fifteen days. They keep extending it, the C D C and the federal air and aviation, blah blah just blah why? blah blah. Just... Why I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally sad there's people out there that still think masks do anything. It's disappointing. Man, remember this time last year, Derby was like the first thing we went to that people didn't wear masks. I, I remember I remember having one with me because that was going to be a rule out there. And then I was just sitting out talking with my friends in the field. I'm like, yeah, I get to talk to people and see their mouths move. This is awesome. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Justin, man. we were walking around Oaks Day and nobody cared. I don't remember that. You don't remember much from that day, do you? Pal? I don't. Just no. wandering around. Getting lost. Aimlessly looking for <laughs> We gonna do it again this year, Justin? I, I remember we saw Haley Minogue. I oh, do remember yeah, that. We're, she we're, didn't we're, even we're, say hi to you. She was she was doing like a on she was doing a shot. You she know they had the television. sweet they had the sweet setups. Yeah. yeah, we were just like behind, being like, "Hey, waving our hands." You and every other ba- baboon out there just like trying to get on TV. She just I like she just thing. like gave us like the like news lady wave. Like I, I hear you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's the sports stalker. It's me. Who? Stevie Janowski wore a cape all the sophomore year. A texture says, TJ, you're getting as bad as Nick's daddy. Stop acting like the majority of the fan base is whining. You sound like a little beyond. Oh, maybe you're the whiner, TJ. Where, thought of that? I am whining about the whining. There's no doubt about that. And there is that is annoying, Texter. I don't I don't disagree with you. I'd rather not be doing that. But um I'm I'm at the point where I'm just kind of having fun with it, at least on social media, where it's fun just to make fun of these people because you want to know folks who can't handle it. It's those folks. Uh, but I texture, I hear you. I in a perfect that my whole point is we don't have to do this as a fan base. There are serious questions to be asked. We all should want to hear from Calipari and he should talk more and he should come on this radio show, other radio shows, other podcasts. There shouldn't be a limit on that sort of stuff. And but the program's fine. The state of the program is totally fine. They are going to be a top five team next year. It'll be okay. Like, things are fine. But there's so many people that just want them to be able to win six NCAA tournament games right now, and you can't do that, unfortunately. It's not the way the world works. And you feel like you're talking to a child about the about patience, but you all are grown adults. So the whiners are the worst. But I do agree. I am annoying. Why not give Calipari recruiting criticism, TJ? So I did that. If you if you didn't hear it... Um, Go back and listen to the podcast. Go back and listen to the podcast. Hey, um, Justin, can we cut out the that that part previously that I I, I admit it I'm annoying. <laughs> we can put that to the intro. That's whining too- about the whiners is annoying. I don't want to do it, but I don't want don't want the whiners to whine, and they're not shutting up. It's been a month. Too long. John here. Good happy. 
Monday, is that a pitcher for the Yankees or something? Thursday morning, doll. I agree with you guys. What is Duke offering that we are not? Calipari did say something about upgrading the athletic facility when asked about conversation he had with Barnard. Tell me, what is your favorite Easter candy? I really enjoy anything with Reese's in it. We'll got to go talk to you later. John, I'll say this too. Like facilities and that stuff, that matters. But again... Like, Brian Bowen didn't pick U of L because of the facilities. Mm-hmm. LSU didn't go on this recruiting tear with Will Wade because of their facilities. Sean Miller wasn't getting players that other schools weren't touching at Arizona because Arizona's facilities were so great. Facilities matter, and what you got in the bells and whistles, you want you want them to be the, as nice as they should be, equal to your program, and we consider Kentucky one of the best. They should have one of the best. But my question with Duke is just more behind-the-scenes yeah, how good are they at cheating? Because we know Zion's so, family got a house. You know, we we know, and I and I don't think Mbako picked Duke because he thought their dorm was cool. Yeah. I mean, the Duke college experience is a nightmare. That's hard. You're with dorks for a whole year. The parties are supposedly not great, and it's uh, they're still just getting whoever they want. Favorite Easter candy though, Justin. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll go with Reese's. Anything Reese's in it. Too. I, I, do, I will say I think the Reese's egg are their best iteration of random, re, you know, they have the pumpkins, they have the different kinds of things. I think the Reese's egg might be the best. I enjoy the chocolate marshmallows eggs because you never get them. And even those little, like, uh, malt ball eggs, it's because it's you only eat them, like, once a year. They're oh, no, fun. I lied. I like the eggs with, the like, the hard shell, and they're all chocolate in the middle. Question. Those are my favorite. Rutherford was saying, talking about how the how many chocolate crosses were in the chocolate candy market. What? I was like, I've maybe had a chocolate cross once. I've never even seen one. But yeah, I was like, that is not a common Easter candy. No. You don't just have cho- like kids just like gnawing down on crosses. Speaking of uh, crosses, Maundy Thursday is a different way to say Holy Thursday. That's how they call it in oh, e- in England. They call it Maundy not, Thursday. Not a good look for this Catholic, but. Um, I'm also not English, John. <laughs> Monday, Thursday. My favorite Easter candy. First off, I wish Judas would have snitched on Peeps instead of Jesus. Would have made the no world kidding. a better place. Peeps are the worst. Get them the hell out of here. Secondly. Man, the best thing Peeps has given to us is the thing in South Park. Peeps. Yeah, yeah. When they explode in the, <laughs> the microwave. Hair, the hair club for men. Yeah. Hair club. All time. Hippitus, all... hoppitus. I'll probably watch that I mean, tonight. it is. It is. Just all of the laughs. So That's because St. Peter was a rabbit. <laughs> and they do the Pope hat. If you look at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why would the Pope wear this hat? I, to cover up ears. Look closely. <laughs> and I still... They're I, making fun of the Da Vinci I, Code I, with that. I, I, I sadly still say, look closely. In just all of my everyday mm-hmm. talking. That is one of the all-time... Episodes: The Easter Special Hair Club for Men, South Park One. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, is it bad? I just like a good old fashioned chocolate bunny. No, they're good because you don't eat a chocolate bunny any other time of the year. You don't eat it in one sitting either. You kind of maybe in one day, but you kind of speak for for yourself, or else for the chocolate bunny haters, they would say TJ, it's just chocolate. You literally do probably eat chocolate every day or at least multiple times a a week. But yeah, in the form of a bunny, it's it's neat. It's fun. Sometimes they have like little colors on them, which is fun, or like different candy pieces on them, which is always exciting. Uh, but, yeah, I love just going to town on a chocolate bunny. A texter says, Canadian can come to America universities without a work visa. That's why oh. they have no issues. Thank you, texter. More so, we know. 
Leonard Miller, he I, I I would love for Kentucky to add him. Out of everybody that's kind of been mentioned, Adam wait, Leonard Miller, is that Yeah. Getting, that's right. I'm getting Adam Miller. Yeah, Leonard it's Miller, Leonard Miller. A lot of yeah, Millers. Yeah. Meet the Millers. Out of the three people that have been rumored to visit, and Nick Roush is hinting that, hey, if you see reports that um that Adam Miller will be on campus, maybe don't don't totally buy that. So Roush is also wrong all, all the time. So, you know, you just never really know with that one. But, no, he's he's when he says stuff like that, usually it's coming from a pretty good spot. But out of those three people, Leonard Miller would be the one I'd want just from, like, the mystery upside of it. And, again, maybe you get him for a sophomore year. That would always be fun. I, th- I just want somebody else in the in the backcourt. Why would they go all – why would they be so in, I'm interested, on Reeves and not the Kansas State guy? Well, they believe they need a wing, not a point guard. Reeves is gonna play. Go- I mean, he's gonna he play guard. He's, he's not like six eight, isn't he? No, Re- Antonio Reeves is a guard. He's a little. I think he's. I thought he was six four, but maybe he's six six. You're thinking of Austin Reeves, Roush. Oh, am I getting my people mixed up? Yeah. Austin Reeves is a big guy. Oh, the guy from Illinois State is. A he's guard. six six. Yeah, he's guard though. Okay, but I guess maybe you could play him at the three. I don't know. You could. You you probably could. But he had the ball in his hands all the time. Shot 39% from three last year. That's good. Yep. Like, I'll take that. Yep. But I just don't want it to be – I don't want him – I don't want us to look at UK's roster next year and be like, and you're starting guard, the Illinois State stud. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I would like the Illinois State stud to come off the bench, ideally. Uh, Texter says – does Justin listen to that Holiday Inn song on his way to work, getting hyped to rent out some rooms, blankets, and pillows? Uh, no, and if I did, that would not get me hyped because I hate work. You don't get hyped for work? No. I've never had a job other than when I was an usher at Indiana that I got hyped for. Man, shots fired at us. Uh, no, I, I don't consider this a job, though. Oh, yeah. This isn't a job for me. Also, there's some lines in that song that are just objectively funny. Like what? Call me Mr. Whipples. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> drop, kaboom. Yeah, that. Like, what? And now I just want to listen to Holiday Inn. Yep. Can you give me an update on Isaiah Cummings? Man, he's gotten huge. And if you could pick out a breakout player on offense and defense, who would it be? Thanks, by the way. You can have a birthday cake whenever you want it. Woo! Uh, he had surgery in the offseason. Didn't partake in spring practice. Yeah, I, figured, I mean, I didn't know he had surgery, but I also figured we hadn't heard anything about him. Yeah, that was... Uh, so is he Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's fine. I mean, he played with it in the Citrus Bowl, um, albeit not at 100%. It happened in the Louisville game. Um, but, yeah, no, I very very bullish on Isaiah Cummings. Uh, but I would say if I had to pick one, it would be Jatah McLean. I think he's just going to rack up a ton of ton of yards from scrimmage. I just have, like, a picture of UK's offense just, like, zipping and humming down the field. And a lot of times it's, like, McLean catching swing passes, breaking two tackles, and mm-hmm. doing silly things. Man, I'm so pumped for football season, folks. A texter says, the best thing that for the university be for Mitch to retire. He can't handle nil, and we don't need him hiring any more coaches. He's done a great job, but it's time to ride off. I had a buddy who's a listener to KRC reach out and say that he, like, overheard. I, I forget exactly, like, the he said, she said of it all. But it's somebody that I trust that, like, this situation did happen. But Mitch is telling people five more years. Gosh, that's so long. I don't want that. No. You just don't want anybody in that uh, a power position to be ruling for that long. It's a long time. He's done a good job. That te- I think that text is that, – that's my sentiment, and we've said that on the show before. 
A texter says, did you see the Kyle Tucker article about Grady and his foot issues? I did not. Yeah, he uh, apparently had feet issues. Oh, I guess we should have asked about the foot issues. I know. We didn't know about that. Had to have uh, some surgery, I think, in the offseason. Oh, in the last month? Yeah. No. Oh, gosh. I hope he's – seems like a good thing maybe to have known yesterday. Is Oscar, is Oscar Kentucky's version of Tim Tebow when he was at Florida? What a great human being. That's a good comparison. Man, that is a great And comment. you know Oscar could kind of go around the state and, like, do – you know, motivational, motivational talks, speakings yeah, yeah. at churches and stuff like that. Absolutely. Oscar's never going to cry addressing his team, though. Also, like, probably not. He'd probably just be like, hey, help me out. <laughs> I've got half our team's rebounds today. For the last few years, I've thought Cal's willingness to go on national shows like Dan Patrick and others, but not as much local, made me feel a lot more of this is more about him and not our university. Maybe not, but just feels like an intentional swipe at our fans. May- that could be true. And, I mean, I think your feelings are validated. Anybody's feelings can be validated. You're feeling them. But uh, it's disappointing. It's easily my biggest gripe with Cal, and it's not because I'm in radio. If Folks, if my radio show was taken away from me tomorrow, my U.K. fandom would be the exact same. I would still listen to other U.K. shows or U.K. content. I'd read U.K. content. I just wouldn't do a show. I'm a U.K. fan. And I think part of a fan experience is hearing from the people in charge. That goes for Mitch Barnhart, too. Not like he's going. It's it's UK's whole philosophy in terms of media. And it's not like Cal does a lot of national stuff anyways. If he is going to do something, it's going to be national stuff. And that's disappointing. And Texter, I think that you're validated in that. But it's just an easy, like, it's a wrong approach. It's just the wrong approach. It's just not – it's not good business. It's not uh, rallying the base. Like, you have – they're fans. They want – they are going to be fans of you. They want to They want to hear from you, and you're doing the opposite. It'd be like a musical artist not performing. It's almost like you're being taken for granted. Yeah, and maybe in hindsight that, that, he'll look back That's probably a little bit and, too far, but – Regret yeah. it. And it's not like, you know – while I, in my mind, think that I've got some tough questions for him, it's not like these interviews would be difficult. No. And he's a grown man making $9 million a year. If he can't answer answer a couple of tough questions, then, you, then these whiners are right that he's not right for the job. Also, but I don't think that's the case. I think they just have a philosophy at UK that you stay quiet because talking's only going to get people in trouble. And that's wrong and See, stupid. I think talking actually helps the situation more so. I agree. Totally that, agree. Yeah. I think it's a totally wrong approach. Does Cal need to consider hiring a new training staff after hearing about Grady and then with all of the ankle and feet injuries over the year? I think something is for Cal to consider. I've always wondered that, Texter. And it just seems like since like 2013, really, it's just been one injury after another. We're going to cut it out. And I guess every team every year is probably dealing with some stuff. But mm-hmm. shouldn't the odds at least go back where Kentucky just have a clean year? That'd be great. This year was debatably one of the worst. And that's when we really needed a clean year. Yeah, and it was even worse. Like, it'd be better if just, like, Ty Ty broke his ankle in December. And then, oh, like, you know, CJ by Frederick. February, he was yeah. going to be all right or something. But instead, it was just nagging stuff that they felt like they could play through, but in reality, probably making stuff worse. Basically what Grady went through. Yeah. His feet. Yeah. Oh, the texter says, I hope Oscar isn't our Tebow. Tebow had a literal murder on the team with him. Yeah, but how is that Tebow's fault? It's definitely Tebow's fault. He should have saved him. That... That whole Florida team was wild. All right, a texter says, Top Golf is starting to shape into form. Any idea on opening day? They say September, I believe. Which, uh, that's, uh, this guy's turning 31. 
We can have a celebration of Top Golf. I'm Stay in. up late with all the Hurstborn numbers. I'm in. I love uh, Top Golf. Be a good time. All right. Thanks, everybody, for texting into the show. Still never been. We'll have a Friday. Oh, gosh. Well, no better time to go to the one in Louisville exactly. for your first timer. And we'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Justin, any last words? Justin, uh-huh. why don't you share your bet with the KRC community page on Twitter? Okay. Be a good time, right? I mean, that's pretty well guaranteeing that it's going to go over five, but okay. I that's fine. We'll go for five together. I'm I'm in on it. <laughs> I love it for what it's worth. I'm in on it. I had a, a I lost every bet yesterday. Um, again, I hit the PJ Washington over ten, but it was in a stupid parlay. So I think you're due. I think I'm due. you're due today. Yeah. And th- thus, I'm due. Everybody have a great Thursday. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kelly. Cow. Hey, I've seen a Chevy with a kit like me. Hey, I've seen a Chevy with the beat like me. Hey, I've seen a Chevy with the butterfly dough. Stun, stun is a habit. Put it in the house. Stun, stun is a habit. Put it in the house. St